0: Of Voices of Experience the podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist Crystal Washington. Today's topic is e-speakers. You're doing it wrong and losing money. For any of you who've seen me in my chapter visits, I am passionate about speaker systems and e-speakers is the most powerful tool in a speaker's toolkit. I am not sharing this because eSpeakers has a relationship with NSA. I've been an advocate of their systems for years and I've seen the impact it's had on my business. The problem is that most of us don't realize what it can do in terms of marketing and as an event management system. For that, Today, we have on Joe Heaps and David Reed to share how to get the most out of eSpeakers and use it to book more business. Let's go! On this segment of Voices of Experience, I'm excited that we have with us today Joe Heaps and Dave Reed, and we're going to talk all about one of my favorite tools for my speaking business which is eSpeakers. Thank you for joining us today, Joe and Dave.
1: Thanks for having us. Happy to be here.
0: Now, one of the interesting things about eSpeakers is, it's my understanding, are you in your 20th year of operation?
1: It's hard to believe that it has been that long, but yeah, it was 1999 wow. when we opened the doors.
0: 1999. And you have over 13,000 customers worldwide. So those are some pretty impressive numbers. But I'll share something with you all, and I'd love to hear your feedback. It's been my experience that a lot of our members aren't aware of all the capabilities of eSpeakers, and so that's why we have you on VOE today, to help everyone understand the tool that we have right at our fingertips that's been crafted really just for us. So my first question, we're going to go ahead and dive in today, is when we're thinking about leveraging eSpeakers, for those of us that are on there, why should we keep our profiles up to date in the first place?
2: Well the first thing we want to talk about is that all NSA members get a free profile with eSpeakers. So that's something that we want to make sure that everyone knows because many times um, through the registration process they, um, they have the option to be able to Reach out to us and get a profile. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot, there are several profiles on the NSA directory currently that don't have photos or bios. So you know that's the very first thing. If you haven't dived in to your profile and updated it, and put your profile, your photo on, your bio, selected your topics, mm-hmm. um, put your fee on there, those types of things. Um, that's the basics of. And there's still people that don't have that done. So just understanding that the NSA does uh, we partnered with the NSA and the e-speakers does provide a free profile is the first thing okay. I think the second thing is trying to maximize that profile so um, powering power packing it with as much content as possible is important what we're finding in the industry mm-hmm. is that as these meeting planners and we're gonna probably refer to them as buyers through this mm-hmm. if we if we do that's what they are They're meeting planners but these buyers they are looking for a certain solution for their event and they they have objectives and so when they search online for speakers those um, searches are based on a topic or a fee range or something like that Mm -hmm. and so when they compare those speakers together when they come to the search results most of all is your messaging is the most important thing is leveraging that content that's on there and so we can dive into that more if you want or but, but that's the biggest thing with the profiles is, is knowing you have one, updating it often, and then um, just putting as much content on there as possible. The reason the content's on there is just because when the buyers get to your profile, you don't want to have to send them anywhere else right? to make a decision. Right. You've got them, and you need to strike away. It's hot. Right. Well, And
0: I love it because, you know, first off, you mentioning that all the NSA national members have access to a free profile is amazing. So if anyone hasn't actually updated their profile, they're already at a disadvantage, I would imagine, because if they've just done a few little cursory things or it's just their name, if they're popping up in results with other speakers for these planners that are looking for speakers and you don't even have a picture, that's pretty not good. It's yeah. probably the best way yeah. to put yeah. that, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, it's very
1: not so good.
0: So what are some of the major sections of um, a, a e-speaker's profile that we should be aware of?
1: You know, as Joe mentioned, the, the photo and the bio are both some of the first things. You know, the photo is probably the first thing that an event organizer sees. Okay. One of the other pieces that is key, and here's a secret, Okay. when shoppers, when buyers are searching online, and they do a keyword search or a price search, uh, the results that come back show the photo and what we call the one-line bio, which mm. is your tagline. right?
0: Okay. It's like in LinkedIn where you have a headline. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay.
1: Same kind of thing. And so your photo and that one-line bio or that tagline are mm. critical because you have to hook them in those search results okay. to get them to click through to see your full profile. Okay. So those are two critical pieces. And then if you can get them to click into your full profile, then video is huge we know when we sit with meeting planners and watch them shop online mm-hmm. video is one of the very first things they do they want to see you on stage mm-hmm. and then after that amazon has also trained us all to be review shoppers right. right right and so one of the next things that event organizers do is go look at the reviews they look to see what other people have said about you so that was, that's another critical part of your profile
2: And in addition to that is the fact that Dave talks about the one-line bio and the bio itself. What we're hearing back from these event organizers is that many speakers talk about themselves first. Mm. And it's a common mistake. I mean, we do it as a business ourselves. Right. Is in in marketing, you know that when you have a product, you don't talk about the features of the product. You talk about the benefits of the product. Right. And we all tend to do it. I mean, we're not you know we do it ourselves right is that we talk about the features of what we can do instead of of what it makes people feel like or how it moves them to do something or whatever it is and so as speakers this is this is a major roadblock or or a pothole uh, in the in the speaker's path to success because a lot of speakers will talk about how many books they've written and mm-hmm. and they in their one line bio in the search results it says I'm a speaker trainer author coach well there's 13,000 speakers authors trainers mm-hmm. coaches
1: everybody in the directory is yeah. a speaker author coach yeah. right? Right, they, right they're
2: all in, they're all something right? right so you need to differentiate yourself and so that's that's one really important thing that we hear actually back from these event organizers is you know, they need to lead with their benefits. Like when you come speak to my group, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna do this, this, and this, and the audience is gonna walk away with this, this, and this. Okay. And so that's kind of a, a benefit-driven filter that we've found just kind of at a, by chance mm-hmm. in talking to these event organizers. It helps them select the right speaker. Okay. And we truly believe that the right speaker in front of the right audience can make, you know, a really lasting, nice change. And that's our objective, really, as a business.
0: Well, and I love that. And and you mentioned something earlier I wanted to ask you about. You mentioned video. And Voices of Experience, we are totally fans of speakers optimizing their videos. We we definitely have guests on talking about that. Now, is the video included in the
1: free version that the members get, or is that one of the upgraded versions? That's one of the upgraded versions. Okay. And you get 30 minutes total running time which we recommend that you split into several small clips okay so you want you know three to five clips mm-hmm. of three to five minutes each okay so you don't want to just put your whole you know one long presentation up there
0: right and i think the benefit to this and again i'm, I'm someone who's been a huge proponent of e personally is that you know When people are looking for you, when these planners are looking for you, and again, when you're coming up in searches with two to three other people, they have video displaying and you don't. Video is really what gets a lot of speakers hired outside of personal referrals, right? And so I think having that video is important. So my next question would be, how often should speakers update their profiles, and is there some kind of way to audit the results?
1: The answer is... About once a quarter, we recommend. And yes, there is a way to audit the results. So keep your profile fresh, obviously, anytime you have a new book, Mm -hmm. um, anytime you have spoken for a high-profile client, Mm -hmm. anytime there's been anything interesting going on in your professional career. Make sure that you keep your your profile updated with that. Okay. You know, in addition to the fact that you get this good news out there, um, it's easy for Shoppers to smell a stale profile. It's just, if it hasn't been touched for a while, it just smells stale. And so keep it fresh. And is there a way to audit? the effectiveness of your profile? The answer is yes. Okay. When you sign in to your eSpeakers account, there's a little graph on there with a number. Okay. And that number is what we call your eSpeakers SEO score. It's, it's how strong your profile is. It goes one to a hundred. But we're getting grades like in you school? You get a grade. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We should start doing letter grades. Yeah. So we should do A, B, A, B, C. No, but yeah, you get a score one to a hundred oh. and higher is better. Mm-hmm. And so just keep making that number number higher and there's a little um, link next to that number that always tells you the next thing you could do to raise the number up. Oh. So just keep doing that thing okay. that it tells you and it'll change once you do it, the next thing will come up and just keep doing that thing until you're at a hundred. I love
0: it. Now we keep talking about buyers and so most of the speakers
1: that are listening
0: that aren't really familiar with eSpeakers um close more closely, a lot of them are thinking, oh meeting planners will go and search here and, and that happens, that's true. But I think one of the things that many people miss is that a lot of bureaus pull speakers from eSpeakers as well. Yeah. And so, so I've actually been discovered by bureaus because as they were looking for speakers and your website populates their websites, is that yeah. correct? Yeah. So if you're not there, then your opportunity even to partner with bureaus is lessened.
2: Right. I mean, eSpeakers started out with bureaus front of mind, right? That's kind of one of the reasons that we even exist. Okay. Is 20 years ago our founder, our Berg, he needed better interaction with, with speakers bureaus, and so that's kind of where the technology started with. But And it hasn't really changed. The one thing with bureaus is people say, I don't work with bureaus, and I don't want to have them take my percentage, and different things like that. And over the years, we found that There's really no harm in working with bureaus. It's just another marketing avenue. And if they sell you, great. If they don't, then stay with them. There's no reason. And they get frustrated. Speakers will get frustrated and say, why do we do... You know, it's... It's it's okay. You you if you're gonna go market yourself, you would send direct mail, and you would that's true. You would do advertising, and you'd do SEO, and you'd send email marketing, and you'd do all these different things to market yourself. There's no different in what we call directory marketing, and directory marketing is being able to have a single profile and then market yourself out through many directories, whatever they might be. Right. Some might be free, some might collect a finder's fee, some might have a commission associated with it, like a bureau. Some make you, you may do all the work. Some, they do all the work like a speaker's bureau. Right. And so there's really no harm in it at all. Um, And and so we encourage everyone to just accept any of the publishers that publish right. your profile.
0: Right. Oh, and that is the truth. You actually can see if someone started listing you, and, and you can request to be removed if you need to, Correct. or whatever else. But I agree with you. It's just getting you more face time. You can always say no to a gig if you don't want it. Right. But the other thing about bureaus is I, I like them because they, they fill spaces. They fill gaps. So sometimes they'll have something short-term, and yes, they're going to take a piece, but if you're going to sit at home anyways, or yeah, yeah. you know, it may not be a bad thing. But now, I really want us to get into some of what I call your power features and sharing with everyone some of the very best features that I've used in my business that I know so many other successful speakers use as well. One of my favorite things in eSpeakers is the Activities tab, and so few people take advantage of that. Do you mind explaining what the Activities tab is?
1: Oh, Crystal, you've hit on one of the key features. You know, when when speakers come to us and say, hey, Uh, We run our business on you. We live and die by our eSpeakers account. You know, it's what we Mm -hmm. pull up very first thing in the morning every day. And that's what our staff lives on. The action list is really the heart of that. And it's a set of things that have to be done for an event. Okay. And the beautiful thing about the action list is that you'll customize it. It comes with a default set, but you customize it. A lot of speakers have 20, 30, even 40 things that right. have to be done for a successful event. Buying the airline tickets, sending the contract, getting the signed contract back, sending a headshot, right? There's right. all these things, and they have to be done on a schedule. Some things have to be done um, right after the contract gets signed. Some things have to be done X days before or after the event has happened. Right, right. And when you customize your action list, it just lays all of these things out for you and assigns them to different people in your organization, and you're always on track. You always know what's been done and what hasn't been done, and it is the heartbeat of a speaking business. It's what lets you sleep at night, too, It's
0: amazing because let's say that you average 50, 60, I don't know, however many events you do a year, how do you handle all those little tasks for all those things? Well, guess what? At the beginning of the day, you get an email for all the action items you are responsible for. You might have things for an assistant or someone else. But for all those different events, you know what you need to do on that one given day. Or you can log into eSpeakers directly and check it off there as well. But I think it's it, it, you're right, Dave. It allows you to sleep at night because you know everything's getting done.
2: Yeah, and, and there are there are other, other tools to track to-dos or action items. The thing that I like about what we offer is it's built. Built in right into the speaker tool. I mean, we've been in business 20 years, right. and through those 20 years, we've gained insights on what helps a speaker's office run. I mean, this right. is a speaker tool, right. and so um, you know it, it's built for this industry. And mm-hmm. so some of those other other tools out there um, don't have the the functionality that we have in regards to on each event. You can tag it. As a, you have a status and the status is like a lead or a held event or a confirmed event. Mm-hmm. And depending on what status the event is in, the different action items trigger right. based on what status. So, for example, if you have booked travel, like Dave mentioned, right. you don't really have to book travel, worry about booking travel if it's in the lead or held stage mm-hmm. because it's not really on your radar yet of things to do. Right, right, right. So then when you toggle that event, say, okay, now it's confirmed, everything's good, then all of those confirmed action items turn live, they become live, and now you can start worrying about those and take care of them. So it's a really nice reminder yes. uh, list and yes. it is functional in the set in the fact that if you have an international event or a local event or education or government or whatever market you're in and you have a different set of action items that you do with each one of those then you can you can just you know, when you create the event, mm-hmm. you say what status it's in, and you assign the action list that's appropriate to it. And it could just be the same action list to everything you have, but there is flexibility to say, "Hey, I do different a different set of things when I do a church event right. compared to a, a corporate event or whatever." So, well,
0: and and that's a really great point because personally, I have four different action lists because it's different if you're going international, yeah. if you're local, right. Right. if you're working with a bureau. You yep. know, so there's yep. they're all different lists. So yep. I. Again, that is easily one of my favorite functionalities. And the fact that you said this is a speaker tool, and we're going to get into some of the other features as well. As someone who teaches technology, one of the things that I like to tell people is you want to simplify. And so those other tools don't have all these other pieces included. You don't want to have five different things when you can have one piece of technology. So we've talked about that. The next thing that I find that very few speakers know about is the fact that you can actually merge forms off of that. So I create my contracts based off of eSpeakers, my proposals. Do you mind sharing the fact that you can upload your own documents and have them merge the information from that event right on that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. This works with any Word document or Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And if you're familiar with mail merging, right. right? So you take a little bit of time when you get your account and you create what we call template documents. Right. So this is a contract or um, p- people do invoices in Excel, right? right. Any thank you letter, anything that you're generating. And um, you take a little bit of time at first to create your template document with what we call placeholder codes in right. there. So anywhere where, you know, the name of the event or the date or the name of the client or the fee you're charging, anywhere where that would drop in, mm-hmm. you're gonna just put a code. Mm-hmm. And then for for the rest of your speaking career, yes. to generate that contract or that thank you letter, it's one button,
0: right? And it's, it's so easy. My assistant loves it. She can generate that. She then goes ahead and sends it out for e-signature.
1: Yeah. So that, I mean, it yeah. just
0: immediately converts it over. Clients are, kind of, are signing it within a few minutes after she's just created it, merged it. It, it takes no time to do all of that.
1: And then yeah. you tick that button off on your action list. And, and Indeed, there yeah.
0: you go. So now you're set. Yeah. So that's definitely one of my other favorite features. Let's see something else Marketplace. Let's talk about Marketplace because you're helping us get business as well.
2: We are. You know, several years ago, um, we launched this new service called eSpeakers Marketplace, and the technology is is pretty awesome. Uh, what it allows a, a, an event organizer to do is to go into a directory and search like you would Amazon, or you know, on a particular like on Nordstrom.com or something, and you you are able to narrow it down by fee, by topic, by Designation, if you want a CSP or if you wanted somebody who speaks a certain language. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, we were just talking about the, the, some of the functionality of the calendar and one of the main features of, we're supposed to not talk about benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Or features, we're supposed to talk about benefits, but one of the main things in, in Marketplace is this, the ability to search for a speaker by a date. Okay. And so, anyway, you put all that criteria in there and you can narrow it down from over 13,000 options to, you know, a list of several hundred to ten to five and from that um, the event organizer can actually like or favorite mm-hmm. different speakers and add them to their shopping cart or their shortlist. Wow. And so it's a lot uh, it's, it's much like a buying process like you would see online. Right. And some speakers have kind of had a hard time wrapping their heads around that. They're like, this is a $10,000 keynote that you're buying, you know. I'm not just some random commodity. I. Right. This is a big, is a bigger deal, and what they need to understand, the speakers, is that this is a, it's a different um, environment, it's a different community right yes. now. Right. We're moving into um, a lot more of the millennials are in those event organizer positions now, mm-hmm. and they don't want to just get a catalog. They don't want to go to seven different websites to find seven different speakers' information. Right. They like going to one directory being able to categorize it like that, narrow it down to one, and have all that information there and hire them. So the marketplace uh, right now is, it's humming along. We're, we're trying to get more uh, event organizers' eyes on it. Right. And that, that'll come over time as we continue to market and promote it. But the key thing to remember there is that marketplace is a directory, but it's also a technology. Mm. And the technology powers over 80 directories on the web NSA is included right wow. global yeah. speakers federation as many bureaus and lots of independent sites like uh, MPI and and bureaus like WSB and many others right so um with that said you know the technology is pretty powerful and and it helps you be found so like the things that Dave talked about earlier of having a high SEO score right. robust content all of that is super important to be found on there
0: Well, not only just being found, because in the marketplace, not only can they identify that they want you to put out information, you can go to the marketplace, see what events are open, who's taking um, speakers, and then go in there and and actually... Answer the actual person who came in there looking for speakers, and give them your fee, and give them information, which will provide for that. So you can actually go in there and hunt for your own business too.
1: Yeah, you can, and it's it's been fun, you know, over the last uh, little bit as as we have launched marketplace to watch speakers go in and get engagements through there, and and hear some success reports from that. Yeah, and in addition to the searching that Joe mentioned that event organizers can do, um, some of the directories, not all, but some of the directories that are powered by our technology also allow the contracting and payment to happen all on platform. Which is is fantastic. And so you're able to execute a contract, either a built-in one, or you can upload your own PDF, Mm -hmm. digitally sign with the client. And then the payment flows to the platform as well. So it it becomes your collection arm as well. And and the money winds up deposited right into your bank account, which you linked to your eSpeakers account. So this is uh, a pattern that other industries, you look at Airbnb or Uber, Right. right? This is a common pattern in some other industries, but this is the first time this has been introduced in the speaking industry. And we're really proud to have been able to do that.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited about all that you're doing and all the developments. I'm going to briefly touch on the fact, and I'll just mention this in the interest of time, that not only this, you have reporting options where you can run reports off your business, The listings that you have in there, client reports, all kinds of things. For those that are listening that are interested in becoming CSPs, I know when I applied for my CSP a couple years ago, I actually just ran the report right off of eSpeakers. It basically created the whole form that I needed. So instead of, you know, the CSPs that you hear about on Excel crying at night, you know, as they're trying to put this report (laughs) together for weeks, I was able to pretty much do a merge out of the report for my CSP report, and it was instantaneous. And you you can't beat that. So I I love that. The last thing I want us to touch uh, touch on, though, is integrations. Because eSpeakers isn't just about the product itself, but you integrate with some of the other technologies that we use. So do you mind sharing some of the popular tools that you integrate with as well?
1: You bet. You know, one of the other... one of the big pillars of technology that should be in a speaker's office, in addition to an event manager like eSpeakers, is a contact manager, a CRM. Right. And so we integrate with the major CRMs out there, okay. um, you know, um, Karma CRM and FusionSoft, which has recently gone through a name change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Keep. It's Keep, Keep. now, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, what, are the, what are the others? Insightly. That, Insightly, yeah, all the, all the major. Google contacts. Yeah. Uh, your Apple contacts. Yeah. Um, uh, all, all the yeah, major ones we integrate with and and go hand in hand, and we also for accounting integrate with QuickBooks okay, so you can generate your invoices you know with a click of a button, so yeah, we want to be a connected part of a speaker's office i mean a big part
2: of what we offer is or we tell speakers is there's kind of three tools you need in your office: one is a financial manager software, that could be QuickBooks. Um, a CRM, managers Your Contacts, and then an event management software, which is obviously eSpeakers. Right. And and really, that's how, um, in my mind, are when you look at eSpeakers in the calendar and the event management, I always refer to it as an event management tool. Okay. Because that really is what it is. It's not just a calendar. But um, I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that even on the very basic free level that they have, they don't even have to pay us. They have kind of a light version of everything. They have a light version of of the profile and the calendar and the event management. Um, light meaning it's it's limited in right. its use, but you can kind of kick right. the tires and try it out. Mm. And one of the things we find is that many speakers on that level don't even know they have a calendar. Right. And so they can use things like the action list. They can't customize it, but they can use some things like that. Okay. And use some of the, the benefits that we've talked about, even on the free level.
0: So let me just close in saying this, Um, both Joe and Dave, I I told you all before we start this podcast, you know, you are on here, not because NSA, you know, asked for you to be on the podcast, it's because you have an amazing tool and as a host. I knew how powerful your tool is for speakers. And so I think anyone listening, if you are trying to manage your speaking business, this is an all-in-one tool. Again, as a member of NSA National, you already have access to it on many levels, many of the best features. Make sure you're taking advantage of this. It's the best way that I can think of to manage your business. And we know that the better we manage our business, the better customer service we're going to provide. So I want to thank both of you for being with us here today on Voices of Experience and for the service that you Offered to our members.
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Homework alert go update your eSpeakers profile right now. Thank you for joining us for another weekly episode of Voices of Experience. Be sure to tune in next week when we'll discuss PR pitches and six figure credibility.